I can say is that it is absolutely all happening in here this week. <laughs> We've got some new equipment on the table, and it's an angry looking machine. It is. There are cords all over the place. I'm way in over my head, but I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> I really haven't done anything. No, no. It's, you're, you've attacked tonight just full of energy. Yeah. You've picked yourself up off the canvas from last week. I was where you were just last a, week. You were just a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been through the ringer with this new equipment we've been um, mm. trying to get our head around. Yeah. And I've arrived tonight burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> a little flat. Yeah. A little flustered. Yes. You, you, you carry around a little canvas bag yes. with all of your podcasting equipment. And usually, you know, it's got a couple red balls and your speaker in there and yep. your laptop. This week, it was bursting at the seams, <laughs> ripping apart at the bottom. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. and then <laughs> when you were setting it up, because I really didn't do anything in the yep. setup because you've been really running point on this all day. As always. Just you just really kept going back to that bag and just pulling yes. stuff out. I reckon it's that bad in there. I reckon I put my arm in there before and I reckon something bit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone back in there since. No. Yep. no, it's a little bit unsettling, but I'm... Feeling very confident about this. That's good, mate. And how are you going? You're back at work this week? Mate, I'm just back in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. about time. It was really coming to an end of this whole <laughs> eight weeks at home thing. Yes. And it really was getting yep. me quite annoyed by the end. Yeah, you were at the end of your tether, weren't you? I was. Yep. Ellie was getting an absolute earful of me just talking to her oh, all night long that, because I was just so happy to see someone. That poor girl. <laughs> she, she must have some patience. Yeah, but I'm back to work today and it was fabulous. Unreal. Well, we've got a uh, fantastic show for you guys tonight. I mean, footy's coming back, so we'll talk about that and that is plenty massive more. massive news for the podcast. How good. Tyler? Yeah, mate? What I am about to say, you are going to absolutely hate. <sighs> On a, there's so many things you could say that I would hate, because most of the things you do say, I hate. <laughs> so, is it just this, something normal? Like, I'm, are you just going to talk? This is not normal. This is not normal at all. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a dream the other night. You're involved. Yeah. I'm, I'm in quite a few dreams. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I had a dream about the podcast. The podcast, our... It's like our baby, isn't it? It the is. Podcast, it is yeah. our baby. Yep. So I had a dream that we were podcasting. Sounds about right. And then one day we got a, a, an email because we got an email here at the podcast and it was from someone who was like a band manager. Yeah. And they were like, we want you to perform at Wembley Stadium in front of 300,000 people. Shivers. And I was like... Okay, we're on. So I called you up. Yeah. I explained the situation and you're like, we're doing this. So what, we actually, we're recording a podcast. No, we're singing. Oh, we're singing. Yeah. Before I even about could. About time. <laughs> <laughs> about time that we're discovered. That's why we're doing this thing. Yes, come on. <laughs> it's finally working out. Yeah. So without a thought, yep. you just said, we're doing this. I said, I don't know about this. So anyway, it rolls around to the day. And we worked out I was going to be vocals and guitar, oh. <laughs> and you were going to be on the drums. <laughs> you were on the vocals and the guitar, yeah. Because oh. I've got I've got a guitar, and you were going to be on the guitar after that absolute atrocity. Yeah, you performed in front of me. 
that probably wasn't even passable was music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm playing in front of 300,000 people on that guitar. That oh, cost me $15 no. <laughs> from the op shop, and I'm singing. Yep. So, <laughs> so then you decided to drive to the venue, which happened to be in Adelaide, but we were playing at Wembley. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then you've driven down, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to ride there. So I decided to ride on my push bike with my guitar <laughs> slung over my shoulder down the freeway. I could see you doing that. Yeah, and I got halfway there. Oh, no. And I realised, shit, I've forgotten my guitar. So then I, I rang you said, I've forgotten my guitar. What do I do? I'm, I'm at the tunnel. So oh, I, no. It's a long way back and it's uphill on the way home. Yeah, we haven't got time to, if you're at the tunnels on the freeway, you haven't got time to ride your pushback all the way back home. No. And then get to Wembley. Get to Wembley. One time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I started pushing my bike uphill and then I had an epiphany and I was like, I don't know how to sing or play the guitar. And we are the number one band mm. playing at this gig. Yeah, well, you realise that on the day. On the day, yeah, <laughs> in the uh, the weeks of build up, yeah, yeah, where you'd assume we would be uh, practicing, yeah, practicing, or just uh, really coming to terms with the thing. And in that moment, <laughs> I realised that we hadn't practiced and we had no songs prepared. And then I rang you in a flat panic, and I said, "I've just realised that I, I don't know how to play the guitar or sing." Yeah, and I'm guessing that you don't know how to play the drum. Do we pull out of this thing? You're like, no. Mm. I think it's just nerves, mate. You I know, think you'll be right. This sounds unbelievably accurate for <laughs> yeah. us to do this, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I said, I don't, I don't think I can do this. Like, yeah. this is going to be big. I somehow got all the way back up home. Well, I was living in Mount Barker. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. live there anymore. Yeah. But was, that's where I was living. Yeah. Got all the way back there, and then I screamed down the freeway again. Somehow got to England, <laughs> where Wembley is, that's just a, in just in time for the gig. That's a good effort. Yeah. <laughs> you met me there. Yeah. Went up on stage, I was just thinking, okay, it might just come together here. Yeah. We absolutely stunk it up. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> and then we had to get rushed out the back because there was a oh, no. very volatile crowd <laughs> and they'd paid big money to see us and only us. Oh, and we were no. playing for about five minutes. Well, uh, one thing that, I, one good takeaway is this, great to have crowds back. Yeah. <laughs> that's the case. That's true. It's, it's, me and you being rushed out <laughs> of the stadium but thinking... Bloody hell. <laughs> and this must have been the only gig going on yeah. after the coronavirus. The first, first gig back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Innuendo has been rolled out. Yeah. <laughs> against the odds. Against the odds. And we just deliver a shithouse performance. You didn't have to ride home on the pushbox, did you? I, yeah, well, I couldn't just leave it there. <laughs> no, I think oh, that's when I woke up and I wrote this down straight away. That because is unbelievable. I was like, this has to go to air. Yeah, oh, 100%. And what I'm a little bit filthy on out of all this is that we weren't chauffeured to the ground. Yeah, I know. Couldn't believe it. And I was riding my push bike down the freeway. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. But that was that was it. It was very vivid. One of the great dreams. <laughs> this is Innuendo. Well, some big news over the last few days. Footy is back. I was going to say, there's big news... And I wasn't sure what big news you were talking about because there's been a bit of news happening around. There actually has. But yeah. Finally, some football news. Yep. That's great news for the podcast. Oh, it's huge news. It's music to our ears. Isn't it? Music to our ears. Oh, what yeah. a sigh of relief. Yeah, just some sport, just anything coming back is just a, it's just a good oh. glimmer of hope for us. Step in the right direction. It is, yep. No, yep. But hopefully you've all enjoyed our all-rounder skills because we did set this up as a sport podcast and yep. it's finally starting to turn our way. Yeah, it is. The tide is turning. Yeah. The NRL's been helping us out with their um, 
plans to basically start? What they were they were meant to start on um, Thursday or something? Yeah, something like that. And I mean, uh, they want crowds back by July one. Oh, that's ballsy. <laughs> so, <laughs> considering the rest of the world sport is not confirming whether there will be crowds at all this yeah, year. All games. Yes. <laughs> July 1 for a, a crowd-type setup for the NRL <laughs> yeah. is um, incredibly uh, bullish. That is really taking the bull by the horns, considering in other countries they're putting blow-up dolls and bloody paper cutouts of, <laughs> of crowds in there. Yeah, yeah in, um, in their stands. What about that in Korea? Just... Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, if anyone hasn't heard about that, we are talking about the scenario that saw a stadium filled with sex dolls, <laughs> to, be, to put it blankly. That yeah. is Frightening. Don't think that would go down well anywhere else. No, I don't didn't go down so. well over there. Footy back and Collingwood v Richmond is going to kick it off. That'll be um, well. They're using the term blockbuster for some of these <laughs> games, but it's hard to see a blockbuster with no crowd. Yep, Collingwood v Richmond at the G. Zero yep. people watching. Now that's yep. going to be bizarre. It'd be bizarre. Uh, do you think that the AFL's kind of missed a trick a little bit in the fact it, they're playing on the June long weekend, which is you know obviously Queen's birthday. Yep. Collingwood versus Melbourne's generally what's going on now. I think. Maybe that would have been a good idea, but I mean, no slide and that sort of thing. But they're starting it off with the reigning premiers playing the Pies, which is generally a blockbuster, but no such thing as a blockbuster in 2020. No, there isn't. Your boys, the Hawks, have got the Cats. Yes, yes. I always love it when Hawthorne plays Geelong. Yeah. Just such a big game. Love that. Port Adelaide playing the Crows in the showdown at the Adelaide Oval. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I don't see what the point is in playing in South Australia when they're only going to move to... Gold Coast, or a few days after. Yeah, I know. I guess, like, does it does it help out maybe the SA clubs a little bit more by being able to stay home for an extra week, or yeah. is that maybe the thinking behind it? Or I don't know, but umpires are flying in early, aren't yeah, they? They're getting yeah. their preparation pretty early, a couple of weeks before the game. Yeah, that's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I, see, I, I just don't understand that whole situation. Go to the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I am, Seriously. I am wrapped to see Sydney versus Essendon, because it'll be the return game for, for Buddy. Mm-hmm. And he loves playing against the Bombers. He does, doesn't he? So that'll he? be what I'm looking forward to, watching the Swans beat the Bombers. How do you reckon Buddy's ego is going to go? <laughs> playing like playing it up in front of nobody. Uh, like look. I think that blokes like him are going to you know, not struggle. Like, yeah, but they, they ride off the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. They do. They certainly lift. I think but, he'll be fine. I think he'll still come out <laughs> and be his usual dominant self. But it will certainly be a different one for blokes like him. Now, does Gold Coast take a bit of an advantage into this year? Well, A, playing a lot of their games at home when everyone else is travelling, and B, also playing in front of empty stadiums. Does that <laughs> kind of what, play... Because they, they're used to it? Or? Yeah. Does that kind of play into their <laughs> I reckon it hands probably does. Yep. <laughs> but no, of course we're kidding about how it's going to be in front of no crowd and that sort of thing. I just think it's great to have footy back in general. It's going to look very different, but it's great for people, their mental health and everything like that, to be able to just sit down and say, I'm watching the footy on a Friday night. Yeah, like, that'll sure. be great. No, we're looking forward to it. And we're also very happy to be talking about it. It's quite a relief. (laughs) So, June 11, stay tuned. Got a real hypothetical question for you. Yeah, okay. If your phone rings and it's an unknown number, do you answer it? Um, Depends where I am. If I'm in the car, yeah, I'll probably answer it. I'll just um, obviously got my phone hooked up to my Bluetooth, so I'll just... I'll answer it, and then if I give it, like, five seconds, and then if it's just, like, shit, if it's just, like, a one of those automated calls or, like, mm. um, someone I can't understand, I just hang up. Yeah. So, I give them a little... I give them a sniff, and if they're worth my time, I'll give them a bit more. Mm. Um, but it depends. If I'm, like, sort of busy, I 
and so I know and I'm like, if it's important, I'll leave a message. Mm. What about a no caller ID? Yeah, so I'll put that in the same category. Mm. I feel like that's one of the great adventures in life. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. I love answer. I answer the phone regardless of where I am or who's calling. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I, I love it. Love talking on the you, phone. You love talking. I do love talking. Yeah, you just you talk shit nonstop. Yeah. I, if I, I would way prefer to call someone than text someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a bit like that, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. And people are probably sick of it, but I do not care. <laughs> Very happy with the sound of your own voice. Absolutely. Yeah. And I especially, especially love the no caller ID because it's like you got one shot. <laughs> <laughs> shoot or shoot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've only got one shot and if it goes she's gone yeah I'm a bit more of a texter for sure yeah um, but I'll I, if I call expect me to um, I'm here I'm in for the long haul yeah like, we've had a lot of long chats yeah, over the like, phone like um, if if I'm calling you you better be booked in for the next 30 minutes to yeah. an hour and 30. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm ready just to delve deep. <laughs> really run my eyes over the world. Yeah. And just lay everything on the table. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, <laughs> and really get to the bottom of some Really get stuff. to the bottom of it and walk away from the conversation just feeling... Knowing more. ...quite free yeah. and uh, balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if I call you... Yeah. I will, I will call you a yeah. lot. Yeah. But if I if if you miss my call, I will not be leaving a message. Yeah, God, yeah, no. yep. I won't be. Leaving it's almost a like you've half got the shits. Yeah, I do. It's like <laughs> you're not taking, you're not wasting any more of my time. I'm sick of this. Yep. Call me back now. It's, it's like when you call me and I miss it, and <laughs> then I call you back and you don't pick up. I'm like, oh, I've made the effort now. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. We're on yeah. an even keel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Good. No, it's a tricky one because. Mm. Well, I mean, it could be like a life-changing call. I know. It could be like, mate, um, you've actually bloody... Uh, you've won a Nobel Prize. Yeah, you've won You've won a Nobel Prize. Oh, what for? Oh, having the best podcast <laughs> in the world. Oh, shit. Heck. Yeah, all right, this mate. This is so unexpected. Sounds but, good. We'll you know. come and grab it off you. Um, <laughs> or it could be um, just a real curveball mm. um, and an incredibly... Large language barrier. <laughs> yes. Yep. See, that's all part of the adventure, mate. It is, yeah. It's the, uh, the thrill of it, isn't it? It's the thrill of it, especially those no-caller ideas. <laughs> Innuendo. An elusive or oblique remark or hint, typically a suggestive or disparaging one. This is Innuendo. So, mate, as we discussed last week... Um, I've taken a bit of a liking to red wine in recent times. Yeah. Um, you, now, you're calling this a hobby. I'm still unsure about that. Uh, probably a bit more of an interest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah it, it's not a healthy hobby, if we <laughs> want to call it that. But um, yeah, I'm just uh, at the age now, 24, just getting a little bit of a taste for the finer things in life and really maturing. Wowee. Finer um, things in life. Yeah. So actually becoming quite a, um, a wine connoisseur. Jeepers. Uh, yeah, if I may. With that hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with my hair? Oh, Continue. <laughs> no, but just you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling pretty well um, as a human. Okay, uh, wow, all right. So you're really hitting your straps. Hitting my straps now, and um, I thought, where can I go from here? <laughs> consistently evolving. Yeah, right. And now I thought I'll just start drinking wine, and just to you know complete the parcel. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yeah, that's um, a real bow on top sort of stuff. <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, because you were just so well rounded before. Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> absolutely. So, anyway, yep. Loving red wine. Mm-hmm. Me and uh, my good mate from work, Jack, we've been getting um, like a bottle each each week and comparing them. Right. You know? okay. So we'll get the same bottle and then we'll come to work, you know, 
after we've finished it, and we'll be like, "What do you think?" So similar to a book club, yeah, exactly, like a wine club, a wine yep, club, yep, loving it. So we've been doing that. We went to Dan Murphy's uh, last week after we finished work, and we we're greeted by a, a, a nice man, a, a real bit of a burly kind of setup. He was, he yep. was uh, about fifty years old, and. Um, Really, really um, well acquainted with the uh, wine variety. Knows his stuff. Yeah, yep. Both was, an employee and a consumer. I felt very intimidated. Yep, <laughs> we're in the fine wine section. Yeah. Um, I don't muck around. Out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're having a suss around and he goes, oh, look, do you boys need a hand? I'm like, yeah, mate, why not? We stay mm. for five minutes. Did not realise how long we would be there for. Wow. Never thought wine selecting was this difficult. I left the conversation... Frankly, a little bit timid. <laughs> so let's be clear. You're in Dan Murphy's. You're not at a winery. No. Because they're kind of banned at the moment. Yes. But, so you're having like a full rundown on wine. Absolutely. In the aisle, yep. aisles of Dan Murphy's. Yep. So firstly, he's run us through the difference between a Shiraz, a Cabernet, mm. Sauvignon, um, a Merlot, a Pinot. Yep. Okay, this is going into a lot of depth. That's great. And I then, feel like you're already out of your depth. Yeah, I was a little bit. I was keeping up to speed with a bit of it. Yeah. But I was like... Uh, um, just uh, settle. <laughs> I just want a, I just want a good bottle, mate. I, yeah, you know. I, yeah, we're not saving the world here, mate. I, I was quite happy just to look for one, for the one with the best name before you came along. <laughs> so anyway, we we keep going, and he's telling us about okay, if it was uh, made in this part of the world, it's going to be a bit drier. It's right. made here. This and that. 2011 apparently was an awful year, so I'm never having <laughs> a one clear. from 2011. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> yep. Soon as someone pulls out oh. a bottle with 2011 on it, I don't want any piece of it. <laughs> and Pour it go, down the sink. They're going to go, why, what's wrong with that? I'll go, Brad you know told why. me. Yeah, Brad told me. Brad told me, okay. <laughs> Just trust me. Trust me on this. So anyway, we get to get to this nice bottle. He's gone. Uh, he's gone to my mate. What are you having for dinner? Didn't realise this was a huge tipping point. Yeah. What's the relevance here? And my mate said, oh, I'm having um, lamb. And he goes, oh, okay, this would be quite suited for lamb, you know, this and that. And, <laughs> and he said, mate, what are you having for dinner? And I said, well, I'm not 100% sure. Um, what, what's Karen got on the stove? <laughs> yeah, my beautiful mother cooks dinner for me uh, most nights of the week. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm not sure, mate. Like, he goes, well, I might get you to give her a call. Wow. Like, You're kidding. Is that allowed? <laughs> so here I am. I've called mum and I've gone, mum, what are we having for tea? She's going, oh, Brad yeah. wants to know. We're having some curry. We got at the front. I thought this is going to test Brad. <laughs> yeah, curry. I wouldn't really think would match a wine. No, no. Well. I thought this, we're really going to find mm. out um, how well equipped Brad is in this situation. You should, I have really, told him, should have told him ice cream. Yeah, I really, I really had him under my thumb for you a second. Did. I thought, mate, you're going to be really mm. under the mm. under the pump here. Yeah. What are you having for dinner? Pancakes. Yep. yep. So I hit him with the curry, and straight away Brad does it. Oh. It's a tough one. Tough. Walk out of here Straight now. away, he had to buy himself 10 seconds. <laughs> Get out. Yep. And um, he goes, all right. He goes, no, no. Steer clear of this. Took us over to the other side <gasps> of the one section. Wow. I felt like apologizing to my mate. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've just yeah. ruined that for you. Um, and he goes, all right, you need to get a Pinot. Wow. So I think from my experience of having the Pinot anyway that Brad suggested to me. Yeah. Not quite as... Uh, a rich probably hasn't got as much. Uh, probably not as intense, I right? Guess. So okay. probably a little bit more suited to a curry, obviously. Yeah. And he told me to store it in the refrigerator, but only chill it, not too, not too long in the fridge because you can't have wine too cold. <laughs> Are you taking notes? Um, I was taking mental notes. I've got to be honest, not a lot was going in. No. <laughs> Brad, I've been here for half an hour, mate. And anyway, so mate was instructed to have his at room temperature because he was having a normal meal. Mm-hmm. Me to have mine uh, chilled in the fridge. Yeah. And then he was telling us about As this like lady. An appetite cleanser. Yep. This lady, I can't remember her name, <laughs> but he, when suggesting this wine, he goes, 
Now, there's this lady. She has the best palate. <laughs> she has the best palate. I think you use the word in South Australia. Whoa. So, what the hell does that mean? So apparently her taste buds work differently than most others. <laughs> How do you get to the best wine? <laughs> That's ta- what I wanted to delve in into South with Australia. you. Because <laughs> it's incredibly subjective to each individual, isn't yeah. it? I mean, if I think something tastes like shit, I'm going to tell you it tastes <laughs> yeah, like shit. Yeah. So what does that mean that she likes everything? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what happens if me and you mm. have a coffee and we go, that was awful? Yeah. And then she's just next to us and goes, no, actually, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Yeah. D- Who, like, how does that... Does, does she have the most adaptable taste buds or has she got the most finicky taste buds? What I'm thinking is... This is it, ridiculous. It's more of a runs on the board type scenario mm. that she's suggested so much. And yeah. every time she, she uh, suggests something... Mm. that they just go, okay, it's fantastic. You see, I think that Brad's made her up, and I think he's just ma- he's just name-dropping now. Mm, I don't know. He went into this in uh, real detail. Yeah, well, I think I think Brad's a bit of a flog, to So be what I'm trying to develop is I'm trying to develop my own uh, palate. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> Where do you start? Yeah, exactly. Um, do you get, go to palate lessons? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But imagine that, having the best palate around. I think we need to get her on the show if we can. Yeah, yeah. That would be massive. We'll find out her name. Well, you walk back in. Yep, I'll find Brad. Find Brad. Brad. Yep. Don't ask any wine questions. We don't have time for this. And you find this lady. Have dubbed Brad Master Palette. Master Palette, yeah. Master Palette. Yeah. He does have that sort of uh, intimidation factor when you walk into the wine wine, uh, Mm. area. Mm. I'm putting it out there. I'm way off, Brad. (laughs) And I'm not going to that Dan Murphy's (laughs) anymore. Okay. (laughs) I'm going in blind. Well, mate, what do you reckon? Time to uh, wrap it up for this week? I reckon I reckon it's, we've had a bloody good show and I'm a little bit frightened as to how long it's going to take us to pack up all of this equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit going on here, isn't there? Absolutely. Are you going to have a wine tonight? Uh, don't know. Yeah, might not. Um, what about your Macca's run? Yeah, I could maybe have Macca's run. It? I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll have a think about it. Mm, yeah, I'll mm. think about it. Um, possibly. I, I know I've earned it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> you go down on your bike. Nah. <laughs> I, I'm, it's off season. Okay, so you go down the freeway um, on yeah. your way to Wembley. Yeah. So you won't go to Macca's on the yeah, well, road. <laughs> that was necessary. No, okay. you, you refused to give me a lift. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't turn up. Um, <laughs> nah. Really uh, appreciate you guys listening to the show as always. Make sure you get around us on Facebook and Spotify if you haven't already. You can see all our content there. You'd better do it. Absolutely, because otherwise uh, we'll know. (laughs) We know who you are. (laughs) Catch you later, guys.